Welcome to episode 252 of the What Nots Review Show, where every week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV show, anime, manga, comic book, audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined, as always, by Kyle Springer. Hello. Good morning. Hope good morning. everyone is doing good. Melissa, how's your weekend been? It's been good. I had a big mall day yesterday. You know, I have to visit a mall frequently to recharge my energy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. I've been taking it easy playing video games all weekend. Star Mm. Wars Jedi Survivor just came out. I've been playing that and it is chef's kiss. Fantastic. So good. Uh, So, yeah, I've, I've just been been a Jedi all weekend. Oh, boy. What color is your lightsaber? White. But you can change Whoa. it any time you want. You can make it yellow. You can make it blue, green, purple. I know what orange. colors are. Yeah. I've heard of these. Well, Melissa, <laughs> if you don't know, red and blue <laughs> make purple. It's, the Jedis don't have a new color that I haven't heard of. If I can imagine a color. I can't imagine you can make your lightsaber that color. I, I feel like if anyone was to invent a new color for no yeah. reason at all, it would be the Jedi Council. <laughs> that's why. No, that's how the Sith gets you over to the dark side. They're like, we have one more color. <laughs> we have brown. <laughs> like, Who wants brown? <laughs> it's a color nobody's heard of. We, you, you've guys, you guys have got green, but we've got Sith green. Yeah, come over here. <laughs> this is a shade of green, unbeknownst to the council. There you go. Uh, well, d- d- speaking of Jedi and Sith and good and bad and all of that stuff, yeah. Melissa, what are we here yes. to talk about t- today? We are starting our new ongoing monthly series. We talk about something new every week here on the review show, but for one episode a month. We pick one series of some kind and follow it through all the way to the end. So today we are talking about season one of the sitcom The Good Place. And we're next month. We're going to talk about season two, season three, season four until we are done. That's it. Yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, the Good Place. Man, I, I, I remember this show first coming out. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a big like sitcom person i don't really watch many of them um i grew up on seinfeld but that was kind of it um i caught episodes of things here and there but wasn't really into sitcom so when this hit this got on my radar in a weird way i i think people were really impressed with where the show Mm -hmm. went and i guess what happened between all the characters and stuff that it just it's one of those ones that oddly like came to my attention was just like huh maybe one day i should watch this uh and today is the day i have finished season one we're here to talk about it uh it'll be an an, an interesting uh couple months as 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 we watch the, the good place here Yeah, we hadn't done a sitcom yet on the ongoing monthly series, and we haven't done them much on the review show in general. I think part of the struggles with sitcoms are they might have longer seasons that are 
sometimes kind of a hassle for us to watch in just a week or two. Where sometimes people will tell you, oh, I love that show, but it doesn't get really good until season two. And it's like, well, we start everything at season one. (laughs) So I I wanted to do this show to fill in the gaps in my sitcom knowledge. I knew it was four seasons. It's a manageable length. Season one came and hit really hard. And I knew it had this lore to it that would give us a lot more to talk about besides just that joke's funny. That yeah. one's funny, too. Remember that episode where they did the, what's the, what's <laughs> yeah. the, deal with the episode where they go? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I I did not really, really know what to expect with this show, despite it being on my radar. I, I, I think I was kind of under the impression that it was less of a sitcom but I, I don't mm. want to say it was like it's one of those like prestige drama HBO mm. sh- sh- shows like I knew it wasn't that. But I felt like it was in this like weird in between place where it's it's sure it's maybe technically a sitcom, but it's not really. But I don't know. Um, so going into this, yes, it felt a lot more sitcommy than I was expecting. Um but I, I still enjoyed it. It's I I can't really say I love it yet. Um, but I I I think taking in the, the whole show in, in the next couple months, I uh, expect that will change. I think they are on to some interesting stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk talk about season one of the Good Place this week. I I found it very charming. I think they've got a really strong core cast of characters. I like that the premise of the show is relatively limited to start with. It's not that many characters, that many settings, that many things that can happen, even if they are in this metaphysical heaven realm. Mm-hmm. Like they've got a, a really nice set of ingredients and I like how slowly they're adding more things on there. I think the show is well paced. Yeah, it's it's well paced. It's charming. Uh, there are some some just kind of ridiculous situations that yes. happen here. Like it's not a sitcom where it is like a, what's a, a like a dramatic sitcom, maybe more like friends. Uh <laughs> But it's, it's also not, drama. It's not the kind of comedy that like Seinfeld was and stuff. It 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 feels unique in in an interesting mm. way. It almost feels like a workplace comedy, but no one's working. Yeah. Yes. But they also don't do the interview stuff. It's there's there's not that mm. like fourth wall yeah. breaking. We're filming a TV show. Um, it just it. Yeah, it feels unique. I think especially since The Office had such a big impact on the way sitcoms look and and feel from when that got started onward and still today, like you you immediately after the 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 office have Modern Family uh, mm. that that does Parks that same rec. interview. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Um, even all the way up, you like you see its influences in Wanda Vision uh, over at Marvel, and this kind of ignores a lot of that influence, which is really interesting to me. Um, but also, yeah, like I said, still kind of 
feels like a workplace comedy. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, so yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting one for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, to give you a summary of the premise, we've got a woman named Eleanor who wakes up to find that she has died and she is now in the good place, essentially a heaven. And Ted Danson, uh, do, do we got Kristen Bell, we got Ted Danson, TV veterans, T- Ted Danson going all the way back to Cheers sitcom luminary. He He's like the the manager of heaven. He's the architect. He designed this whole space. He's like, oh, there's many good places. This one's mine. You belong here because, and then he gives her a list of all of her good deeds. And then when you get up there, it's like, you get placed with your soulmate. Did you never find your soulmate on earth? Well, here they are. Everything's here in the good place. So he introduces her to her her soulmate, this house that's supposed to be designed exactly for her. And then she confesses to her soulmate, supposedly. That's not me. I think somebody else is supposed to be here. He's got my name right. When he told me how I died, I believe that. That's probably how I died. But none of the other details of my life are correct. Like, I'm an imposter yeah. here. So she's just <laughs> trying to... <laughs> she's trying to skate by, keep this a secret that she doesn't belong there, and enjoy all of the perks of the good place, while her 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 soulmate partner, uh, an, an ethics professor named Chidi is trying to teach her ethics, trying to teach her, well, as long as you're person. here. Yeah. yeah. If you're not, if you don't believe you're a good person, I'm going to make you into a good person. I can show you. So it's about keeping the secret, uh, having these relationships with these neighbors here in this small community who you are now stuck with that gives it kind of the workplace feel and that you can't get rid of these people circumstances have thrown you together these are not friends you chose yeah yeah yeah. and learn to be a better person it's got a real uh, sense of that that no other show super has like maybe there will be an episode where uh, well i don't know if the characters on seinfeld would do this i think they're pretty universally jerks and that's how the series ends with an episode where every character from their past is like you are jerks yeah but it's you know maybe there's one episode where a, of a sitcom where a character faces a moral dilemma but moral dilemma is not the overall theme of the show but here it is it's like what is good what is bad what is good enough yeah yeah um and I, I to to add just a small thing to the synopsis of the show it is also about like what what happens when more people start to find out this secret yeah of, she's not supposed to be here um mm-hmm. so so yeah there is some some hijinks that ensue there's some moral pickles that p- people find themselves in <laughs> true this is a very pickly show yeah very pickly indeed um doused in vinegar <laughs> uh yeah i it's it's a lot of fun i think it's very light hearted mm-hmm. um i i just did a, a quick scan of their wikipedia and it, the creator was like at first i was i was researching different religions and that was kind of the show i was g- going to make or or at least that's the direction i was going to take mm-hmm. it in but by time they actually announced like what the premise is, all of that had completely changed. He stopped researching religions and was like, it's not really about religion. And if someone is a good person, according to 
a certain religion or mm. multiple ones. It is, yeah, morals and uh, yeah. ethics. It's more philosophical rather than mm-hmm. religious. So I, I, I feel like a, a people of all sorts of different faith or beliefs can mm-hmm. get into this and find things to connect to. <laughs> to um, yeah, in some some interesting ways there because the 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 architect ted danson's character uh introduces himself as michael and immediately my mind goes to oh he's the arch angel michael Mm -hmm. he's not but like that was just in in my mind like oh okay i get what's happening here nope wrong (laughs) Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh yeah i i i i think i had a, a a good time with this and i'm excited for season two down the road yeah i'm i really look forward to learning and growing with this show and returning yeah. to it every month also i gotta say that when you go up there to the good place michael has designed it with multiple frozen yogurt shops and boy, does this show make you hungry for frozen yogurt <laughs> i got some yesterday i think once a month the weekend we do these episodes, I get to have one frozen yogurt treat. There you go. Good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I have much else like spoiler free to say. I enjoyed some of the characters. It took me a bit to like some of them, um, mm. but I, I, I am also kind of reserving some judgment because I know that a yeah. lot of people were like, man, I love these characters. I like their relationships. Uh, all the stuff that they get up to. So even though I, I, I'm at a place where I like them all, uh, it was still just like, there's some that I'm like, meh, I could do without them, or I just don't really care for their story mm. or stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I, I like them. I enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this. Um, and I think we should move on to spoilers in a little bit here. After we do our housekeeping, we had to keep that little house of ours. We do. Our little heaven cottage with all the clown paintings. Uh, Yeah, we will be right back. uh, And then when we get back, we will start diving into spoilers on season one of The Good Place. We'll be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them. So we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. We are back. Big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you. We love you a lot. You are now officially in our good place. Um, yes. <laughs> all the frozen uh, yogurt you want. How many toppings? 
yeah you you in fact you you can get all the frozen yogurt you want on your own dime there you go <laughs> from us <laughs> um let's see uh four patrons uh our patron exclusive pilot the pu- our patron exclusive podcast the pilots club um this past month we talked about a short-lived show called bob patterson but this next month in fact right after we record this podcast we are recording our patron exclusive uh episode on moon girl and devil dinosaur the pilot of that show um I'm excited to talk about that one. We have a lot of like Marvel cartoons coming up yeah. here on on the review show as well. Uh, so be on the lookout for all of that. I guess speaking of, I um, yeah, mm-hmm. so b- just before we started recording this, we did a little bit of housekeeping of our uh, own. Next week's review show is going to get pushed back. Be- back a week so there will not be an episode next week uh we are going to take an extra week to watch uh the spectacular spider-man cartoon on disney Mm -hmm. plus um we just have a lot going on a lot on our plate um yellow jackets is in its like mid-season break we thought we were gonna record that today didn't realize episode six doesn't come out till next week uh, so we're going to move that to next week, but also next week is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. So yes. we're going to do a spoiler cast on that. Um, b- both Yellow Jackets and Guardians will be over on the Reactor Core podcast feed as well as our YouTube right here. Um, so, yeah, things are shifting around a little bit. But what you need to know is that no review show next week. We will take a one week break and mm. then we'll be back the week after with spectacular much like yellow Spider-Man. jackets yes. if they had just done an episode this week like we thought they would have i think we would have remained on schedule but we're like we're going to talk about yellow jackets for an hour next week we're going to talk about guardians for two hours <laughs> something like, like that yeah <laughs> something has to get moved let's move review show Yes. In the meantime, though, we do have some reactions up to Yellow Jackets season two, episodes three and four. If you want to go ch- mm-hmm. check out that as well as one in two. So, you know, you can go yeah. do all that uh, as well as season three of The Mandalorian. Uh, that's over on the reactor core. Uh, and last but not least, over on the captain's log this pa- pa- past week, uh, we talked about a, a we, we did a teaser trailer for the haunting in venice we talked about yes. beetlejuice 2 uh we we, we talked about a, uh, yeah yeah we talked about a whatnots activity book and what that might look like that was a lot of fun uh and then the duolingo debacle that i am in right now which ends today might i add this this evening so next captain's law we will get the finale of what happened uh with that but um yeah Lots of good stuff over on the captain's log as well. I think that's it for housekeeping, though. Yeah. So let's get on to spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. What a twist. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Let's start with the twist, because that's the one thing I knew going into the show. But there's a lot more to it than I thought. All I knew was it turns out they're secretly in the bad place. 
I had no clue that Michael was in on it. I thought he was going to find out he was also in the bad place. Like he had been such a bad architect before that whoever his heaven bosses are, are like, we're going to, he's going to design a heaven, but we're secretly going to put him in the hell realm. We don't like him. Get rid of him. So to find out he is a demon who instead designed a bad place disguised as a good place. That truly took me by surprise. Yeah. Um, I did not know this had any kind of twist. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that eluded me despite it kind of being on my radar. This, just like this info that like they're not actually in the good place um, mm-hmm. is is yeah, that was that was a wow. surprise for me. I, I it was not like a like a. <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan, like, oh, my God, they can see dead people. What in the world is happening here? Like, it it was an interesting twist. Like, I was almost Mm. wondering if when when she figures it out and she's just like, oh, God, I like we're all torturing each other. Like, you did this Mm -hmm. and that did this. Yeah. All that stuff. And the way Michael reacts when she looks at Michael. Yeah, I I almost think that he's just trying to go along with it to, like, get the judge to leave ev- everyone here and be like, see, they already mm. are in the bad place. Yeah, she's right. A- mm. And that was not it exactly because uh, yeah. his, his evil laugh was just so cheesy and so fake. <laughs> like, it's 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 not the, like, menacing evil laugh that mm. you might expect. It is it is kind of. Goofy. Um, like he's not like a sinister dead devil. He is more mischievous. Like <laughs> I came up with a good plan. You guys thought this was mm-hmm. Evan. <laughs> yes, um, very yeah. mischievous. And and I like I was even wondering if like oh she's not like even trying to joke or go on with it, but like trying to make an argument of like hey this actually even though this is the good place like. People are still arguing. They're still committing sins, so to speak. Yeah. Right. Like, is this really the good place? Could this uh, like actually be our like a a bad place? But like more metaphorically, like mm-hmm. it's fine. You can leave us here. It's not perfect. I hate this house. I hate these clown pictures that are <laughs> on there. Like, just like it. It felt. Like it could have gone in a couple different directions. And then I was just like, oh, huh. They're like, they're going for it. No, this actually is the bad place. Interesting. Not what I was expecting. So, yeah, that that, that, that was all. Just did not expect it. And just like, huh. Oh, okay. That's a choice. Yeah. (laughs) Which really sets us up for. uh. I, I'm curious to see how the rest of the seasons go with now that we've revealed that Michael is an antagonist, that he is a demon. Is he also going to go on this journey of uh, moral rightness the way the other characters have been going on? Is he going to change sides or is he just going to be a force they just have to continue to deal with like a like the troublesome manager in a workplace sitcom? Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I feel like this show at some point could 
go down the line of thought that like even people who are considered bad are just trying mm. to make their surroundings better and more enjoyable like everyone wants to be happy even in the bad place right um like they 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 just they want to be comfortable they want to be mm-hmm. taken care of they want to be well fed and i'm 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 wondering if going down that line of thinking maybe would cause him to be not kicked out of the bad place but just like more content with being like yeah well, why like why do we have to torture people if that makes us uncomfortable like why why do do we have to like why can't we just be happy and content mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like why do we have to be like oh I'll play a little trick on you and do this blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> um and but yeah another enough. interesting aspect of the twist is that it is only the main four characters who have been placed in the bad place. It's just Eleanor, Chidi, Tahani, and John Yu slash Jason Mendoza. Everybody else is an actor. Like, mm-hmm. is there going to be repercussions down the line when Sean or some other cosmic force comes to Michael? Like, it's really inefficient that you were doing this for four souls. We got to start letting other people in here. We have to get new actual denizens of the bad place people who we have judged deserve to be here yeah i yeah that that could be interesting if they start expanding the experiment but what we figured out is that the experiment went wrong they figured it out right um Mm -hmm. and so at the end of season one he basically goes to that judge yeah. character and Sean. is Sean. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he's, he's just like, what about round two? Like, what if we just reset yeah. everyone's memory and start from right. square one? Um, and, and the, the only, like they knew that that was about to happen. So they, she, Eleanor wrote herself a note and stuck it in Janet's mm. mouth. Um, Love she it. Can't eat stuff, so it just stays in her mouth. Just <laughs> um, <laughs> so dumb, but like it, 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 it works. We, we end season one with things being reset. She wakes up with that big, those big green letters. That's like, hey, remain calm. Everything is fine. Welcome. You're in the good place. Um. And she gets this note of of like, hey, find Chidi. And so it's it sets up this this mystery. And I, I I'm I'm really excited for season two because of that. Because, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know exactly how it's going to go, if this is a motif that they repeat every season mm. and somehow it's different in a new way. And they have to, like, not refigure out the experiment that might not be great for how they do that who knows but um yeah i i'm, I'm just i'm i'm interested to see what season two has it, it, it's a good twist here at the end mm-hmm. especially because season one made so much progress in first we've got eleanor and her secret but then you find out that uh there's been another mistake she's not the only mistake sent up there supposedly that uh jean Yu, this Buddhist monk who took a vow of silence when he was eight years old 
is also is, is actually Jason Mendoza, a DJ from Tampa, Florida. DJ Music is his name. <laughs> I think that it's tricky, but I think that's my favorite character. I love Jason Mendoza. He's so dumb. He's so Man. innocent. Like you get why he belongs in a bad place, but he's never outright mean. He's just so utterly thoughtless. He was one of the characters that I was struggling to get into because oh. he's so childlike. Like it's it's to an extreme that he just he feels like an eight year old. Mm-hmm. But which is part of the joke. Part of why he's there is that like he died at the same time. Uh, the the literal true Jean. No, the actual Jean Yu, the actual Buddhist monk who took a vow of silence when he was eight years old achieved such a high level of meditation that he appeared to be dead. And the joke is because he stopped learning in a traditional way when he was eight years old, him and Jason Mendoza have the same IQ. So that's why their records got swapped. Yeah. And it's just like he. I don't dislike his character, but there are times where, yeah, he's just he's so dumb. He's so innocent he's so Mm. like he's so just just pure right in Mm -hmm. in a way that it's it's so extreme that it's kind of off-putting to me in a a way way. but i i like (laughs) like i i i genuinely like some of the things they did with his character i like that he also has this sacred through most of this hazen and the the first couple episodes end with like this note that is uh passed to Ellen no 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 or that's like you don't belong here meet me at this place um and he's he's just like I'm scared homie like what what do I do I'm not I'm not supposed to be here either um and then of course he there's the great joke of uh let me show you my butthole. The hole where my butts hang out yeah um he's he's got a lot of great lines i love in the flashbacks when you see him back in tampa he's like he's talking to his friend and he's like dude i don't just want to be a dj in tampa my whole life i also want a dj in tallahassee <laughs> he just names other cities in florida yeah i like I, I I also like how he ends up getting married to J- J- Janet by the end of season yes, one. Yes, which is so, <laughs> so I think, dumb, but I love it. The scene where he does talk to her and like she's patient and like listens to him and then he gives her a hug. Like there's something very genuinely sweet about that moment where yeah. they become friends and she's been Janet is this super intelligent, omnipotent, like AI assistant that walks around and she gets murdered and they reboot Janet and it takes her a long time to get all of her knowledge back. So while she is in this more uh, childlike state, I guess her and, and Jason are on the same level. And he's like, will you marry me? And she's like, sure. So they, <laughs> they just have a wedding. They only invite Eleanor and Tahani. <laughs> He rips off he, his he wears, sleeves. Right, rips off the <laughs> sleeves of his tuxedo, and he does this intro that I think says, "Let's get ready to married." Yeah, <laughs> like it. He tries to smush cake in her face; she can't eat it. There's so many. 
they, they, he, he wants to have sex with her. They agree. We, we're married. We should have sex. But she's got like a weird robot body. So they can't figure out how. And he's drawing like the stick figure diagrams of would this like, work? Maybe we how should about try this, this one. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's so, so deeply silly. I yeah. But also like touching in a weird way because his right his emotions are so genuine and pure and and unguiled yeah like that like before you learn the twist so some of the things that was going through my mind was yeah even if if his character is supposed to be in the bad place like I i feel like there's an argument there that he's so childlike and so in like he doesn't really understand half mm-hmm. of the stuff he's doing or or like why it's a bad idea like the, the, there's there's just this level of understanding that isn't necessarily there um but then he, he, we turn around and yeah we have those moments where he's actually talking to J- janet and even if she is just programmed to be a good listener like there is not really a, an emotional connection for mm. her there but it's just like well it's not against my protocol call like there's nothing yeah. that says, says i can't so why not um but but like he, he believes michael is her dad and then right, once yeah. they get married he starts dad, calling him we dad need to talk <laughs> but but it, like he he has this genuine um emotional moment uh where he he displays it i i don't know what, what kind of call it maturity per se but like just this vulnerability of, yeah. of like hey not many people talk to me here not many people mm. are my friends um and it, like he, he has this real sadness kind of mm-hmm. be, be behind all of that that i think is is interesting um and it's it's moments like that that i like the character a lot more uh versus when he like rushes the stage and starts to do his little top rocks stuff and <laughs> and uh, yeah it just, i'm just like I, I don't like him being this like dumb himbo uh just type character it's funny every now and then but it's like there's nothing there for me to latch on onto and it's once we get the like emotional vulnerability that i'm like okay there's something i do think you need that i i realized i think why i like him and why he's my favorite is that he reminds me of zoolander (laughs) kind of (laughs) yeah He's got the right. He's got the same face where you can tell he's thinking very hard, but he's not coming up with anything. He's thinking as hard Wheel, as he wheels are can. spinning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, like when good. Tahani figures out his secret, and she's like, "I don't know anything about you." And then it, there's like an episode break or a scene break or something, but it comes back, and he's just saying, "Number five is number one." Number seven is number two. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you wanted to know stuff about me? Here's my ranking of the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's true. Yeah, I'd, I absolutely agree if your ranking is five, seven, three for the top three. That makes sense. <laughs> um, let's move on to the main character, Eleanor. Yes. Um, so, yeah, she think she's the mistake she's not supposed to be in 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 here she is also a character of extremes um yes that she is kind of this 
like almost party girl, like party girl, mm. but also lazy bum in the same <laughs> sentence, right? One hundred percent party, one hundred percent lazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. And and it is is just kind of this disgusting person, right? Just only mm. thinks about herself. She's super selfish. Uh. And dies ending like arguing with someone who wants to get her to sign a petition to like stop climate change she d- drops her margarita margarita only mix. girl margarita mix for one yeah and Very she, relatable she bends down to pick it up there's a b- bunch of shopping center c- carts that roll her that roll her over and uh kill 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 her um, it pushes her into the street where she is then right, run over yeah. by a truck with an advertisement for erection medication. <laughs> and then that's supposedly how she gets here is that she got mixed up with the actual Eleanor Shellstrop. There's two of them who is this who tried to push soul. her out of the way. Yeah. 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 But of course, then you find out that's also a lie and they hired an actor, some sort of demon actor to be the other better Eleanor Shellstrop. But yeah, I like that there's that recurring theme of just pure administrative mistakes. Like our computer got two similar records at the same time and put them in the wrong place. It, yeah, it's it's interesting because it's I, I mentioned a workplace comedy earlier, but it's a workplace comedy about the product and the people buying it almost mm. in, in that sense. Right. Like the workplace if this was strictly a workplace comedy, mm. it would be about the angels and DJ-mans making yeah. these neighborhoods. And maybe we'd get a glimpse at a neighborhood every now and then, right? Oh, they did an interesting thing with that one. Um, but instead, yeah, we see the, the people that inhabit this. Like here, the product is the neighborhood. Let's fit like the, the people that buy our product quote unquote right are the ones that live inside these neighborhoods let's focus on them so yes we do get some of the administrative stuff uh but it's not really the focus on that and i think that that's an an, an interesting way to to frame it um that is it's 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 a workplace comedy like about the product and the consumers Mm -hmm. it's an interesting interesting way i don't know Maybe. Yeah, kind of. There's something there, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> you're working on it. It's an entirely <laughs> new subgenre. Not coming right. up with anything. <laughs> yeah, it is sort of an interesting configuration that doesn't neatly fit itself into the boxes of workplace, family, or friends. The three big sitcom <laughs> genres. It's <laughs> prisoners. There's no sitcom that's that. <laughs> I feel like there has to be. There is sprung. There is sprung, which is a sitcom about uh, people who were in jail and got released during the 2020 pandemic. And so they've got nobody to go back to. So they all like shelter in place in a house with each other. I've never seen it, but I've I've heard it came out. It's from the guy who did My Name is Earl. Oh, wow. Interesting. So I guess when I say (laughs) the subgenre of prisoners, there might be one other sitcom in this subgenre. Yeah. Matt, so the the twist of this show, speaking of prisons, the the twist Mm. of this show reminded me of a show that I used to really, really enjoy and then fell off quickly, uh, Mm. which was Prison Break. 
Yeah. Season one of that show is incredible. I loved yes. that show back on the day. And then and then just just very quickly, that show, show just went downhill. Right. Uh, and I I thought what would have been a great idea for that show is that every season is a new pr- prison, new characters. Like, how do they do that? Like, and it's just this re- 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 repeat of they need to escape. Right. Mm. Uh, and here we are season two is like they're back to square one but things are different yeah. right um, <laughs> the walls d- are thicker now spoiler alert for multiple seasons of prison break they somehow end up back in other prisons in other countries and they don't have plans mm. tattooed all over their bodies right. for all of it so they're just making it up as they go it's just it's not good <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not good but uh yeah i i i'm 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 interested in where season two goes here but back to eleanor um what did you think of 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 her taking these kind of ethics classes and the progress that she made from what we know like where what we've been told is like her this is what you were like as a live person. Mm. Um, <laughs> then con- con- congratulations, you're now here. But I mean, she improves, but also is still like falling into some of the habits mm-hmm. of her old yeah. self, but is stuck in a pickle. Yeah. What's your Absolutely thoughts on this pickled. whole pickly Truly. situation? It is. Uh, You're truly compelled when she does make progress. Like one of her first baby steps towards being a good person is that she goes to one of the many frozen yogurt shops in town and they've got a menu of like a thousand different flavors. Like they've made real abstract concepts into frozen yogurt flavors now. So she's just overwhelmed by choice. She's like, I don't know. And she turns to the guy behind her and she's like, you go ahead of me. I'll take a minute. And then she's like, wait a minute. I've never let anybody go ahead of me in my life. And she leaves and like runs across the town square to go back to Chidi. Like, Chidi, I did it. I did one good. <laughs> and he's like, did you bring me my frozen yogurt? And she's like, oh, no, I don't want to go back. It's all the way over there. Will you get it? Yeah. Like she she has moments where she is trying to do the right thing, whether it's on purpose or not. And yeah, like the the store, she she does the right thing without even realizing it. And then I think even when they go to the medium place and they see mm. what's her what's her name, like more Mindy St. Clair, uh, M- Mindy St. Clair. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which re- really sounds like a p- porn star. Which I think is also because in the sex criminals comic, there is a p- oh. porn star with a very similar name. It's something huh. St. Clair. Um, mm. I don't remember it anyways. Um, but yeah, like she's, she sees how just like how kind of sad Mindy is like mm. M- Mindy is content where she is, yes. but just sees kind of what a sad existence she has of just like, you're still co- coked out, even though you really haven't had it in a long time. Yes. Like you did that much coke back in the 80s that you're Do you still, still crave it when you're dead <laughs> yeah you're you're still coked out uh and is like she's 
interestingly kind of put off by that situation. Yeah. And I I I feel like that is a sign of her improvement, whereas she wouldn't yes. be like, hell yeah, let's get some c- c- cocaine. I'll get some mm-hmm. margarita mix. We can have a party. Yes. Like, why not? Yes. Uh, oh, it's your it's your master debating time. Let's do it at the same time. You can go in that room. I'll go over here. <laughs> well, like, right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I won't look if you won't look. Right. <laughs> um, like, I, I, I feel like that's the kind of character she's pet painted ads in a lot mm. of the flash mm. but backs but when she kind of realizes that she d- 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 doesn't want to be that person or in that position i think that is also a a big step for her but all of this goes to to a, a question that i've been thinking of then if she now knows that this is the bad place why is she mm. trying to be good did does that undercut hmm. undercut all of the progress that she's made here what do you that think? is an interesting question i would like to see in in season two i hope it doesn't take her too long to get back to her memories remember things or at least figure them out again uh if you if you are in a bad place but you do commit yourself to becoming better do you get out of it do you test out of bad can you move on to other levels or on is the, the level side, you're can at you be when you're so dead? bad that they yeah. don't want you that you become such a problem that they're just like <laughs> we're getting rid of you we're sending you to yeah. the actual good place they can right. deal with you what if there's somebody in the good place who's like oh i made it phew thank goodness now I can do all the bad stuff I was too scared to do on Earth because I thought I would go to hell. Like, do they start misbehaving so much that they're like, we're demoting you. You're going to bad place. Pack your bags. Yeah. You guys have banks to rob in heaven, right? How about cocaine? <laughs> can I sleep on a bed of money up here? Please? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is this is the, the house I choose. Bed of money. You, you, I didn't think about this while I was watching the episode. But Mindy St. Clair is the first person we have seen who died in a previous time. Like, I think all the people who we know of who have died, who have been sent to the bad place, all died in in modern times. I guess in approximately 2016 when the show aired. Mindy St. Clair is our first uh, period piece dead person. And I'm curious if we're going to get more of that in the future. If they will go to other places that contain people who died in other times. Will we see people stuck in other time periods? Interesting to see like somebody who was a very good person, but they were a very good person according to the standards of like 50 years ago Mm. and like how that might brush up against somebody who's like trying very good, trying to be very good now, according to different cultural standards and feelings. That's interesting. Like, is the yeah. most recent good person a better person than an old good person? <laughs> How many old good people does it take to screw in a light bulb? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's an interesting thought. I, or, it, yeah, like, do we get to venture into other neighborhoods? Do we get the, like, neighborhood yeah. cinematic universe thing going on here is it going to be like a neighborhood multiverse 
I want to see more um, Janets. I love that ev- like Janet is universal. Everybody has a Janet. Every neighborhood, good place and bad place. I love when we get to meet bad Janet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would like to see more Janet characters that have different personalities, all that stuff. Mm. That's one of my, I guess, not not sitcom tropes, but like one of uh, my f- favorite like TV yes. tropes is a yes. character who who plays themselves multiple ways or or, yes. or stuff like that. If if you've ever seen the show I Zombie, um, the main <laughs> character, fantastic show, highly recommended. I've, I've never met a person besides you who has seen I Zombie. It's, I it's I, so I trust good. you. I take your word on it, but I. If you go out in the world saying, hey, has anybody seen iZombie? I don't think you're going to find a lot of peers. It, I mean, it, it ran for like six something seasons, I think. Um, but but yeah, it, it's good. But she is a zombie. Zombies, of course, have to eat b- brains. Uh, yes. But in their fiction, you eat when you eat someone else's brain, you take on their personality traits mm. so every time she has to eat someone she she right she like becomes okay yeah and, and stuff like that so you get to see the main character just play all these different types of gotcha. people and right. characters and it's so much fun um, like how we got to see like 10 different anna torv performances when we watched fringe yep yeah okay exactly you could exactly. have gone straight to that as the metaphor yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's just it's just that Zombie has like a lot more than ten. <laughs> so right. it was just like this was every a, episode. Yeah. Uh, Miss Zombie gets to be somebody else, take on different yes. powers. Okay, basically. Yeah, basically. I I do like that premise of a bunch of variations on the same character. I love this goes back to when you're a kid and you're watching Pokemon and every town has a nurse Jenny. Yeah. As a nurse joy and an officer Jenny. Like every 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 town is Janet. Every neighborhood is a Janet. Janet's there. She's permanent. She's ever present. But she gets different like cute sort of throwback office lady outfits. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Would would love to see ancient Janet. Oh, my God ancient janet what's look like what's the first janet yeah i want to see janet prime yeah um move over optimus we need janet right. prime um, yes yeah i like that there's there's lots of really really co- cool things i think this show could explore um and has 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 been um and i i think it is doing so at a good pace like i i don't feel like the episode ever really had like filler or the, the the show ever had like filler episodes or stuff like that because it is like a short like 13 episode season i think seasons two and three are 12 episodes if i'm not mistaken i don't know but um like i i like that it because it's shorter it packs a punch right yeah they, they they get to, to their story faster and at a good pace i will say the episode i was closer to, to the end it was maybe episode 10 i think i don't mm-hmm. remember exactly um it was the one where uh, 
Michael needs Chidi's help, but Chidi's so indecisive that he can't yes. do anything. Um, yeah. The, the one where they're all confessing their love for each other. I, I think I think I, that's very funny. I loved that one. I have to say, I didn't like that one at first. When it hmm. started, it started in a way that like everything felt wrong. It was just like, what? why are you being so indecisive? That hasn't been a part of your character before. Why do you say you're in love with Chidi? That hasn't been a thing before. In fact, it looked like you almost maybe liked uh, what's his name? J -j 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 like you're you're. Yeah. P -p personalities are like right there. You're into the same things like what's happening. Mm -hmm. And she's like and everything is kind of flipped on its head right then at the start. I was yeah. just like. What is happening? I don't know if I like it's... this, but I think it was necessary. Yeah, because, yeah, at that point, that is when things do start like the emotional connections do start to really come out. It's like, I mean, sure, I do have an emotional connection to Chidi, but it, I, I'm not really in love with him. Mm -hmm. And also, like, it just. Yeah, it, it felt like it was necessary for like the emotional growth of some of these characters to move forward. But that initial yeah. step was just like, whoa, whoa, hold your horses here I, now. What's <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> I like it as part of the comedy game of the episode that everybody sure, yeah. is doing this all at once is making these very rash decisions of I like that person. Do I like them like them? Is that my soulmate? Like everybody is escalating everything in yeah. that episode. I think that's very funny. And I like that it's an echo to the show's pursuit of the characters defining what is good and what is bad. They're also defining what are feelings that I have. Uh, when is it gratitude for a friend and when is it cr a crush? When is it love and when is when is it platonic love when is it romantic love they're they're aware of all these things they can see and feel all these things but they're trying to sort them categorize them clarify them yeah like that the it's not only morals and ethics that are going through that sort of process with yeah. these people something that i i appreciate and I, I think hopefully in the next couple of seasons this show will that 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 dive into even more is just kind of the, the everyday things that people do mm. that yeah may or may not seem like a big major thing but maybe like that is what makes you a good person or a bad person mm -hmm. right of 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 like yeah what if you do get into a relationship and you realize you really just only have like a kind of platonic mm. love for someone like how how do you break that news how do you handle the situation and does your handling of that situation make you a good person or a bad person like it's not it's not getting like is is murder a sin who knows find out next time on the good place <laughs> it, it it it's getting into more uh, <laughs> it, like it's getting into more like gray area mm. stuff where it's like mm. this is not an overt specific action that you are taking yeah. right you are not stealing yeah. something you are not murdering yes. someone you are not right it, it's it's is just like how how do you handle a, a certain situation i i, I kind of yeah. like that stuff yeah and i like that eleanor 
doesn't have like she never murdered anybody, but her life is a Yet. pile of <laughs> like on Earth. <laughs> on Earth, we never saw her murder anybody. I'd love if that was like the second to last episode of the entire series. She's like, also, I did kill a guy back on Earth. Real late stage reveal from Eleanor. Yeah. But her life is just a bunch of small, inconsiderate things that she's done. Like, she's just an abrasive, inconsiderate person who, like, like one of the episodes is... After work, she goes out with her coworkers for drinks at the bar and she never volunteers to be the designated driver. Somebody else always has to do it for her. And when they agree, all right, we're not going to randomly pick names out of a hat anymore so that Eleanor can't just rotate them. Yeah. yeah, we're going to rotate it. Eleanor, it is definitively your turn to be the DD this week. And instead, Eleanor shows up to the bar early and is already drunk by the time they get there. And on the one week where they do force her into it, where she is sober, then she starts flirting with the bartender and decides to leave with him while all of her friends are already drinking and are now forced into, like, ordering a cab or an Uber or something. Not a major sin, but definitely party foul behavior. Dick move. Yeah. Dick move. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Her whole life is just dick moves. Yeah. But (laughs) no, like, true (laughs) capital. Right. No true capital S sins. Just a bunch of little sins piled together in an Eleanor suit. Yeah. Um, I I would also even like to see a character that did bad things for good reasons. Right. Yeah. Um, Some like it it is is killing someone ever a good thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Can can good come out of that? Can there be a net positive? one thing i I think that also maybe gets more into the religious side of things maybe i don't know but i yeah who knows one thing i like about these four main characters we've got is that they are all they have different reasons for being in the bad place like eleanor's life is a series of dick moves uh jason did actual crimes like he like set fire to a guy's boat when he was mad at him for not giving him a DJ job. He needs money. So they agree to rob that restaurant and he dies doing whippets trapped inside a safe wearing a scuba mask because he thought that would allow him to breathe. Incredible. So, and then, and then he, so like, he, the one thing he does realize in this show is why he died. It's just like, oh now i see why that wouldn't work <laughs> like that, that is the one thing where like the wheel yeah. spun and he finally came to the conclusion just like oh i get it now <laughs> so he's done like actual crimes but he's like there's nothing about him that is mean or hateful he just wants things for himself and just doesn't think about the consequences and what that means for other people You've got Tahani, who we haven't talked about yet. I enjoy Tahani. She's such a presence on the show. She's so tall, and the show is about how tall she is. She's tall and beautiful and glamorous. Taller skyscraper. Po- <laughs> right, a sexy skyscraper. She's got that super posh accent, and, J- and Eleanor is like, nobody has accents up here. She's doing that on purpose. She's keeping her accent on purpose. She's working to do that to impress us. <laughs> But she did all of this philanthropy in her life, but not for a genuine interest in helping people, just for 
can I get people to notice me, to care about me, to love me? She did good things for selfish reasons. And then you've got Chidi, who was this ethics professor, tried very hard to be by the book good, but in a way that made him very rigid and difficult to deal with. Like he would refuse to tell a white lie to somebody that would make them feel better because he's like lying is bad. Or he would or like the thing with the the cowboy boots, like he lied for years and is then like, I can't lie anymore, which is harder on his friend to be like, you you, you could have just told me years ago that you don't like my cowboy boots. Why did you bottle that up for years? Yeah. Like he his indecisiveness he, of like right. picking teams on the plague. Yeah, he, it's an indecisiveness by overthinking it. Like, yes. w- 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 what is the politics behind this? Like, do I pick someone yeah. who's actually good or do I be nice and pick someone who's maybe not the greatest but would appreciate being picked mm. sooner rather yes. than later? Or do I pick a woman? Like, that might help for, or like, a optics to pick and, a woman. and stuff yes, like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he picks the teacher. And he's like, you can't <laughs> like, pick the teacher, playing. pick a kid. <laughs> I like, I think it's very funny that Chidi gets into the bad place simply because he was such a hassle for everybody in his life. Yeah. I like that not everybody's story is the same. They're all very distinct types of problematic people who got here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting mix. Let's let's move on to Tahini and uh, Tahani Tahani. Or as her parents called her in their will, (sighs) Tahini. Yeah. (laughs) Like the sauce. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Let's move on to Tahani and Chidi for a bit here, because, yeah, even in that one where I was like, what is happening? Like early on in the show, Chidi is never depicted as like indecisive or stuff like that he 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 sort of is when he's in that second episode where he's trying to decide do i help eleanor or do i is it better for me to out her or to help her yeah and i i I think you're not wrong but in that moment i read that as more of a like hey we're still in the good place uh Mm -hmm. like do i is like if i do a bad thing Yes. Will that get me kicked out? Um, yeah. And I mean, sure, there is some undecisiveness there, but he read more to me as like an anxious mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. Um, who, who just like maybe feared consequences or mm. something like that. I don't know. Um, but when, yeah, they were all like all of us sudden, like you're a terrible person person because you were so indecisive that it Mm. hurt everyone around you i was just like huh we haven't seen that like what's what's going on here um and then he he, even his reaction to finding it out just seemed Mm. really fake to me he was just like oh i was indecisive okay (laughs) i was just like what Sure, dude. <laughs> Whatever. I, it it worked. It worked on me. I I really like I, that journey he goes through, yes. and I think it's a nice mirror to how I was feeling about the show at that time. Ooh, where you've okay. got these different romantic entanglements, and I was hesitant to like place my bets on any specific one. Like I think Eleanor and Chidi are cute together, but I'm also reserved because I'm like I we've got three more seasons. Who knows, like, what other new characters are going to be introduced? 
and looking at Chidi having these love interests, the two Eleanors and Tahani, where he's like, I have to consider all of the variables. Like, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm like, I can't pick what I think is actually going to happen when I don't have enough knowledge yet. So I thought that was a funny mirror to what I was feeling as an audience member at that time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, despite my, my read on the character, I did really like Chidi. I I, Mm -hmm. I think he's a fun character to have it because it's not, it's not just him being the like moral authority or the like Mm -hmm. ethical good person. Right. But he is trying to impart that knowledge and not in a way that is like, well, I'm better than you. So let me teach you. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah, is. He's not her, judgmental. Right. It is. It, it is Eleanor being like, hey, can you help me? Like, can you t- teach me this stuff? And he agrees. But then we also know that later on it comes out of like hey, Eleanor is such a burden on him that it's driving him nuts. Um, mm hmm. So, so yeah yeah i i just I, I think i think he's a fun character i just i just remember the joke where he's like this is not what i thought heaven would be would be teaching you an ethics class all day every day i thought i would like get a bottle of wine and a nice book and i'd row it into a rowboat on like a pleasant lake so then she provides that to him she's like cheaty you've done such a great job trying to teach me i'm sorry i'm a pain here Here's all that stuff you wanted. And he rows out into a boat and he's like, I thought this sounded nice in theory. I've never done this in practice. Where am I going? What if I get lost? How do I get back to land? He, 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 he says, how do I row a boat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, which I, I, I think is kind of a good metaphor for mm-hmm, the, the, the mm-hmm. whole show. Right. They have. Yeah found themselves in the middle of this lake in a rowboat with the roads. They're, they're yes. not uh, upstream without a paddle, right? They are in the middle of the lake with the paddles on the boat, and they just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, Tahani, um, she was the other character that I w- found it a little bit difficult for me to get into, um, just because... Uh, she is a little bit more grating for me mm. because she is so self-absorbed. Yeah. Um, and 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 it just it seemed like a weird character to be in the good place. Uh mm. th- th- not that th- like this is where the show can kind of be hard to talk about because I don't want to mm. say like, oh, people like this, well, they deserve to be in the bad place. They're terrible. Yeah. Right. Uh, but like she she seemed very self-absorbed in a way that is kind of like what like why do you need this mansion why do you Mm -hmm. like what's up with you there is something and like the the whole like she has an accent she's she's working to make to make sure everyone likes her is it yeah that i think was a dead giveaway for like yeah that's why i don't like her like she's working extra hard to Mm. do all of this stuff and it's just it's off pudding for me but i think all of that is purposeful like you are having the reaction to her that other characters are having that she is so undeniably perfect in a way that you can't help but appreciate what she's doing and to say 
yes, she is really pretty and she does throw great parties and she is a service to the community in these ways, but also be furious at her because she knows that too. <laughs> she, she's very annoyingly perfect. Uh, yeah. Even not in her actions, but just in her physical being. Like she's the statuesque supermodel of a woman with these. Uh, my new uh, fashion aesthetic is Tahani core. I love all of her dresses. I, 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 I want to dress like that. What a style icon. Beautiful. And I, I like Eleanor's evolution of feelings about her. Like yeah. kind of learning to lean into she annoys me because she's so perfect, but I also do appreciate and kind of want to be around these perfect things. Maybe I have a crush on Tahani. Maybe that's my true soulmate. <laughs> well, they, they they have that moment where they're like, "Hey, our friendship is screwed up, but it's our yeah. friendship. Like we yeah. don't like we get to define it, and it's terms no one else does." Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 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 then yeah, the, the, Eleanor whenever she has to talk about her to someone else always just is like complimenting her and be like, man, she has legs for days and she looks so great and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the end, she's just like, maybe I'm into her. And she, she like, yeah. she has this like, what, what? Oh, huh. Interesting. Okay. Right. <laughs> like if this is what I keep saying, maybe that means something. I just like well, that he, awareness even, that she has. Yeah. Tahani like has that, like she's surprised Mm-hmm. And then, like, considers it and is like yeah, blushing. Like you've a, you've a small got a bit. point. Like, yes. Like, oh, that could work. Like, maybe yeah. <laughs> season two coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like I, I ended up liking her, and I, 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 I think the the premise of the show and where the plot went and this twist did a lot of work to help me like these characters mm. more than just the characters themselves. Um, if if that makes sense, I like the situation they're in now be, because e- even if she is the like annoyingly perfect statuesque supermodel legs for days, super mm-hmm. great fashions, hence all that, mm-hmm. that, that, that stuff. The fact that she's now in the bad place and is stuck with a group of individuals, they all hate each other and love each other mm-hmm. at the same time it 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 makes for an interesting mix it makes for uh, i like uh, uh, yeah just interesting situations that i i think can come out of this um so again i'm looking forward to season two to see what ha- mm-hmm. what happens um i i guess another small gripe i had with tahani's character mm-hmm. it some of her writing, or I, I, I guess more specifically, her like pop culture knowledge seemed mm-hmm. inconsistent. Where mm. she kind of positions herself as this celebrity, yes, right, and she's like, oh, "I went to this party. My goal was to snog Ryan Gosling. We did a few times, mm-hmm. but then she's in." Uh, she's in the 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 bud hole, and there's the oh yeah poster of Ariana Grande, and she's just like, who is that? And she's like, hey, <laughs> how do you? If but if you, if you position yourself as a celebrity in those yeah. circles, and you're there with Ryan, how do you not know Ariana Grande? Like what? 
I it is difficult for me to go back to my cultural knowledge of 2016 and remember how big Ariana Grande would have been at that time. She's still big. She's still very I, big. Well, she's now, but I don't I, I I'm trying to remember the middle ground between kid on Nickelodeon show and now. And I don't remember where 2016 was. I, I, I feel like that was like right after she first got big. Mm. Like a, maybe a year or two after that, where she wasn't like the the like Br- Britney or Justin or whoever else, right? But like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, was like v- very very well known as especially as like she'll be the hot new thing. Mm. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was more of a dig at her of her being like, I'm the hot thing. Who's who's she? Right. Right, I don't know other hot women. Right, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm the only one of note. Hot women? Couldn't be. I'm the only one, right? Right. Hot woman, singular. <laughs> only yes, I. Exactly. I, I like that even though her and Jason have been paired together as, as soulmates, she really wants to make a connection with him and he doesn't know how to connect to her back because he has to lie about who he is. But he, he wants to have some sort of relationship with her. At one point, he says, she's so pr- she makes me nervous. She's so pretty, like Nala from The Lion King. And she's so smart, like Nala from The Lion King. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Did, does that mean he's attracted to furries? Interesting. I, I can understand that. He's probably about our age. You know, that's that's back there. That's back there in one of the cultural top touchstones for millennials and that how like Nala and Simba Simba are like they've got a weird sex appeal going there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, good stuff. I, I, I like the characters so far. Mm. I'm excited for season two. Um, I sound like a broken record right now. Yeah, this show's got a lot of promise it, like we're more excited about where it's going to go what it's going to do with what it's established so far i i had a great time i i do understand why the show has been so talked about since it first came on why it's so well regarded this is one of the holes i wanted to fill in on my sitcom knowledge i know i've seen like three episodes of most sitcoms but i've seen I think the only sitcom which I have seen literally all of is Futurama. <laughs> I'm bad at them. So like, I'm going to start here. This seems attainable. I can be in seems a good like place. A good place to start. But it, um. it does seem like a good place to start. It's right there in the title. Exactly. Do I want to start in a Shit's Creek? No. A Shit's Creek is where you well, end up. That one is I'm is getting there. It's. It's on the list. I pitched it to you once and you didn't pick it. And that means I never watched that thing in my own personal time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I think that's about all I have to say on season one of The Good Place, though. One more little joke. I like when uh, at one point I think somebody's trying to cheer up Michael and they take him to play carnival game. They take him to an arcade. Right. They take him to an arcade. And he mm-hmm. wins a stuffed minion and he refers to it as an ugly yellow toddler. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking Good about stuff. that all week. <laughs> Fun stuff indeed. Um, yeah. It, even just the, the like I, I 
the last thing I will say is that I'm I was kind of interested in like the destruction of the town. And so you are making uh-huh. a face like some news just I no, I I op- I opened up my browser to get to our bingo sheet in my homepage mm-hmm. is just plain old Google. Google doodle today celebrating the life of Alan Rickman. I just ah. miss him is all. Understandable. I hope uh, he's in a true good place. I I I was interested in the way the neighborhood was falling apart. This idea yeah. that maybe Eleanor has some kind of influence over the yes. reality that they're in um that is something that kind of by the end of season one they kind of dropped um mm. not really but th- th- it it slightly moved on and kind of fixed itself in a way that they just like well it's the like they like, the, the mystery hasn't been revealed i feel like mm. even if they have been like well i was the cause behind all of this because the architect had <laughs> tech is not yeah. supposed to live in here yeah. with all of that like it just i don't know like i i feel like there's more to that um but i could be wrong i guess i don't know i, I that was, was a really an, interesting interesting premise yeah. yeah to begin with but i suppose now that might be more of a mind game that michael was playing and he just moved on to other mind games and that's why that didn't happen as much as the season went on but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I that's something s- they're going to return to. That. I don't see that mind games. Um, but yeah, I, I, it would just be an, an interesting. Because I, I think that would fit with this idea of like, let's not really get into religion yeah. and stuff like, but let's just get into like the the moral philosophy uh, stuff that works for everyone here. This idea of like you have control over your own actions and whether or not you are in the good place or the bad place place i i i think that kind of reality warping reality bending power that one of or multiple characters may or may not have is an interesting way to go to be like you 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 can make this the good place yeah. you can make this the bad place it's up to you um mm-hmm. so we'll see we'll see what happens yeah. with that and if they return to it but yeah, uh, I think that is about it for all we have to say on The Good Place. I am p- pulling up our bingo yes. sheets because it's time for our yes. bingo update here. I can cross off screen. actor in multiple roles. Thank you, Darcy Carden, for your multiple Janets. Um, do it. Do we have a courtroom scene? This is also one I wanted to ask you. We're not in a courtroom, but it is definitely a trial and with somebody wearing a judge's robes. I I think that's acceptable. Okay. Yes. Because, like, as as much as we would like it to be the traditional, like, hey, here's the courtroom setting you have the jurors off on one side right like all all that stuff not all court cases take place in the like the big fancy ones sometimes they're in a little smaller one right um Mm. okay because i i have that one here um man still no death by electrocution (sighs) 
though. I feel like we yeah. could potentially get that. Yes. Somebody must have. Oh, no. That's how Mindy St. Clair died. Did she, she really? She fell onto the third rail on a subway yes. station. Uh-huh. You got it. I got it. That gives me yet another bingo. That's two bingos for me. Oh, um, I. If only we had more sexy red dresses. I don't remember a specific red dress Tahani wears. Yeah, I. Man, this is taking a while. Didn't. I don't think we got that. Um, how about the. I should be able to see that penis. Because you also have Mindy St. Clair covering herself up with the. No, it's not. Flowers. It's not just general nudity. It's like nudity that is showing off to you look how many camera tricks we can pull to not show you any genitals look true. how many props true. we can put in the way true 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 uh do they crash a fancy party like what was because wasn't one of the characters not invited to one of the parties and they show up anyways um wasn't that like cheaty or someone no, well, when they did the restaurant opening for the restaurant called The Good Plates, they mm-hmm. weren't going to invite John Yu because John Yu had a, uh, oh, yeah, right. a vow of silence. They're like, oh, he's not going to participate in the conversation. But then when he does start talking, they're like, well, we'll add him to the guest list. Okay, so I don't so know if that's exactly the same. Not crashing it. Um, I think that may be all I have. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. All I right. Think so. I think so. Um, cool. Uh, th- though I, I could see an argument for uh-huh. Butler having the having the <sighs> Janet be the like Butler of the afterlife here. If you want to save it, I'm I, okay with that. I, I think could, she. I, I could see an argument. She is more of like the spaceship AI. Uh, character trope she's she's a different archetype she's close but i don't she's not she doesn't like open a door for anybody she's, she's not a true butler like she is like that is yeah. not her occupation right she can just summon uh, things for you she's like yeah. the the food machine on the starship enterprise where you're like i want a, a cup of tea and it just makes you a cup of tea true which i guess a vending machine does too that that replicator can make you all sorts of food if you're like i want a cheeseburger it's just like 3d prints you a cheeseburger you can eat (laughs) so like janet kind of does that yeah cool um well i think that's it for bingo that's our our update you guys can see our cards right here on screen you guys are watching on youtube anyways um Melissa, let's do recommendations for our end of the month specials. We tend mm. to do recommendations the first time we cover something and the last time we cover something, not the in-between stuff. Um, but what are your like initial recommendations for people that like this? What else might they like? One of the other reasons why I wanted to watch The Good Place is that it reminded me of One of my favorite movies I watched last year. I literally make a top 10 list nowadays at the end of every year of my 10 new and new to me movies I watched that year. Number one new to me movie last year was Defending Your Life. This is a movie directed by and starring, written and directed by and starring Albert Brooks. Came out sometime Mm -hmm. in the 80s. 
where Albert Brooks plays this like yuppie 80s businessman who dies and gets sent to Judgment City, which is this afterlife realm where they look, they review your case of how you lived your life on Earth and they determine whether you've lived a good enough life and you can go to heaven or if you didn't lead a good enough life. You just go back and get reincarnated. You just keep cycling through until you are good enough to reach heaven. There's not really any hell concept in this world. Mm. So he goes to Judgment City, which is like a resort town. Like while you are there during the like week or so it takes for your case to be reviewed, you you wear this like they give you this generic white angel robe and they put you in like a hotel. There's restaurants, there's leisure activities, there's museums. You can go Oddly, to a lot of the frozen ha- yogurt, too. Who knows why? You but. can go to the <laughs> no. Instead, he he gets like eight pies. You go to the hall of past lives where you can see all the things you were in your past lives and mm-hmm. all throughout history. So he goes there and uh, Rip Torn is like the lawyer who's in charge of making the case for you are good enough. You can go to heaven. And every day he has to go into this. Sounds conference like Star room. Wars name, not to 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 interrupt. Rip Torn. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like some like sci-fi name. You know Rip Torn. He's he's Agent Zed from Men in Black. You've seen oh, him around. Rip Torn. Dodgeball. Rip Torn. Yeah. Uh, so every day he has to go to this conference room and watch clips of his life going back to when he was like a tiny toddler. And what they were evaluating is less morals and ethics and more bravery how brave of a person were you how whole were you and it's not about the things he did for other people it's more about did you respect yourself did you stand up for yourself did you take care of yourself and i was going into this imagining like oh he's going to be like some greedy jerk of a businessman when he it's going to be like scrooged or something he's going to go to the afterlife they're going to judge him for his actions and instead it's not you screwed somebody over on a business deal instead the like opposing lawyer is you said you weren't going to take that job unless they paid you a certain salary and you accepted the job at a much lower salary why did you do that why didn't you try to argue for your worth in this meeting it's stuff like that that he's being analyzed on Mm mm-hmm and while he's up there, he meets Meryl Streep, who is, of course, perfect. Uh, she's just lived a perfect life. She's, we see her like saving children from burning buildings and things. And he's so stressed because he's like, she's going to heaven. She's incredible. She's the best person I've ever met. How do I make the case for I am also good enough to go to heaven with her? Interesting. Cool. It's good stuff. a really creative specific look at what an afterlife could be and a really unique look on the worth of a person's life i've never seen this take on it's less about how you take care of other people and more about like did you take care of yourself in this time on earth when you were a soul Mm -hmm. how did you watch out for your own soul's well-being it's i it really touched me it's a movie i think about a lot please seek out defending your life Cool. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, I would also, I've got, I know I spent like a long time talking about defending your life because I love it, but I do have two others. Sure. Uh, I would like it. to recommend Good Omens, which is far more on the religious side of things. It is a, a book from Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett that was turned into an Amazon Prime 
mm-hmm. uh, series in 2019. I think we're getting a season two at some point, uh, which will be interesting because the book only covers like the season one is all that is in the book. And so season two would be Neil Gaiman or whoever writing new things, which would be exciting. Uh, but it is about this angel and this demon who are each they're each other's opposite numbers. Like they are the same level of operative in the heaven and hell hierarchy. And they've both been assigned to watch over the, like to either preserve or to kill the antichrist. Like there is, Oh, there's this destined war. The antichrist is like predicted to bring about this war between heaven and hell. No, they both sides want the war to go on because both of them think they can win. So they're like, mm. yeah, let the let the Antichrist be born. Let him be post. He's going to be in this household. All these things are, are destined to happen to him. And then we're going to have a big fight and destroy the earth. And our side's going to win for sure. This is what we want to happen. And this angel and this demon who have both lived on earth for centuries, they've been like acquaintances and sort of uh, friends. They've developed a real bond with each other, despite being on opposite sides on earth for centuries. They both like earth. We don't want this to be destroyed. We don't want the status quo disrupted. We like this. So they conspire to misplace the Antichrist. <laughs> We're like, we don't, we don't want a war, please. So it's about them trying. To, it's about heaven and hell getting ready for a final war. And then there is no, like everything's going wrong because the Antichrist is not where he was supposed to be. And this angel and this demon are trying yeah. to stop the war and just get earth to stay the way it was like we know it's messy here but we like a lot of the stuff and there's all sorts of bureaucracy on on both sides all sorts of silly administrative details and rules and like managers you have to impress even if you are an angel or a demon uh and finally a show about kind of a form of limbo where you're in a mysterious white void wearing very Janet-esque 70s-looking business clothes, I throw out Severance. Sure. That's an interesting one, for sure. Where you've got these people who you are stuck with, circumstances-wise. Yeah. You can tell there's some larger conspiracy going on that you were trying to uncover. Interesting. Uh, and you've got these really odd bonds with the people around you that you were trying to define severance is so good cannot wait it for is very good two. Um, give us a trailer we must see yeah yeah for sure um let's see on on my list i i think you could even throw in some classic movies like uh it's a wonderful life just this idea sure. of dying or like being shown like the effects of your life and what that has on other pe- people in this like otherworldly after worldly stuff um that's always a a classic good one um it the like in the sitcom space i i would also put in community i i, I oh, that's yeah. one of my favorites yes um, but it 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 is feels like a similar kind of comedy at times um community is a lot more pop culture focused and some of the like references they make it's it's just it's so smartly written um they that like they might even 
cover some of the same topics this does, but they'll do it in a single episode or an arc or something like that. And they'll do it in some weird like spoof of some movie that they like they just go all out i love that show a lot um supposedly they are finally actually working on a movie for that one six seasons in a movie yes Um, yeah so uh hopefully that actually gets made but yeah that's uh, another one of my favorites um and, and then for just uh, stuff we've done here on the review show, we have done a few like sitcom specials uh, here yes. on, on the, the, the review show. I don't remember what numbers they are off the top of my head. We, Maybe I can look them up. We here. did um, one in like the summer of 2020 and we did one sometime yes. last year. We often do these as a buffer between ongoing monthly series we take a month off and we do sitcom specials the first one started because you grew up with a lot of Seinfeld I barely know Seinfeld I grew up with a lot of Simpsons you barely know Simpsons so we gave each other three episodes to watch and then last year we did it again you gave me community and I gave you Arrested Development yeah uh, so the Seinfeld Simpsons one is episode 121 of the review show. And then, oh, no, get back here. Don't do the thing. No. Cancel. Where was the other one? Sitcom <laughs> Community and Arrested Development was episode 199 um, of the r- review show. I imagine we will do another sitcom special at mm-hmm. some p- p- point in the future. Uh, so keep an eye out. But yeah, we can talk a little bit more about some sitcoms and stuff there. Also, oddly, I would also recommend we did a few. We did a Halloween special on uh, the Twilight Zone. And I feel like in a weird way, this is kind of like a a weird Twilight Zone premise of like people think they're in heaven, but it all goes wrong and they realize that they're in hell. Um, Mm -hmm. Really seems like something they would do on the twilight zone so yeah maybe go go check that out as well yeah uh, that twilight yeah. zone episode i think you and i both picked three or so three four five episodes out of the twilight zone's whole run uh to sort of do a, a survey of this long running show which might yes. be a format we repeat again in the future for shows we want to talk about that are just an unwieldy 12 seasons of who's yeah who knows right uh the twilight zone one that we did was episode 229 Uh, Mm -hmm. so you guys want to go check those out that would be great those are our recommendations melissa uh we we mentioned it already in housekeeping but i will throw it once more at the end here since this is usually where we talk about what we will do for next week uh, we have already picked what our next yes. e- episode will be. It is Spectacular Spider-Man, uh, both seasons. There are only two. It's a total of like 26 episodes, I believe. Um, it's on Disney Plus if you guys want to check it out. At least it is here in the United States. Um, and it is one of my favorite Spider-Man cartoons. I think it's a, no pun intended, spectacular uh, version of Spider-Man. Uh, I think it's lovingly c- crafted. There's a lot of good plot and world building within the cartoon. 
Unfortunately, it was canceled, uh, which mm. is a, a travesty. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I, I think it's a lot of fun. They have their own theme song. That, 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 that is not your, your, your typical Spider-Man theme song. Uh, and it works. It works really well. It's super catchy. Um, and it's just it's it's a good one. It's good fun. So the the spectacular Spider-Man on Disney Plus is what we will t- talk about next. And that would have been next week. However, yes. we are taking a week off to postpone it. Uh, so we have a little bit more time because we have a lot of stuff on our plate. Um, yeah, right we're doing now. Next so. week is just a big weekend for our other podcast, The Reactor Core. We've got like a TV show we're following, a big movie we want to talk about. So we, we don't want to do like five or six hours of podcasting in like one weekend. <laughs> we got to spread it out a little bit. Yeah, spreading things out a bit. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on the feed because we will be back in two weeks time with the spectacular mm. Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, that is about it for our show today. So Melissa, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. There you go. Uh, if you guys would like to find me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer. And if you would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. You all know the deal with all of that. If you're watching this on YouTube, we got some more videos over there on that side. Please go check those out as well. Uh, but yeah, this has been number 252, another palindrome uh, on the Whatnots review show. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.